Welcome to Prioritizing Yourself, the podcast. I'm Jen Parker. I'm an empowerment and mindset life coach, NLP practitioner, and qualified social worker. This podcast is to educate, inspire big-hearted women about the importance of prioritizing your self-care to improve your body, mind, and soul. Each week, we will talk all things that affect and influence big-hearted women. This podcast is proudly sponsored by my Action Takers membership, from taking you from feeling overwhelmed and giving away your power to learning all the tools to feel more in control and more inspired. Have a beautiful day. Welcome to another episode of Prioritizing Yourself. I'm so excited to have this beautiful guest on today's podcast, Susan from Adminholics and VA Placements. Welcome, Susan. Thanks so much for having me, Jen. It's really great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So before we get an understanding about how you as a business support other business owners, Let's hear, first of all, how you actually prioritised yourself this morning. Well, this morning I actually went to a networking event, so it kind of wasn't prioritising myself, but it was putting steps in place for my business for the remainder of the year and for next year. But if you asked me yesterday, I did actually go to the gym yesterday morning first up. So that was definitely a priority, and I try and do that at least three to four mornings a week. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and... Prioritizing ourselves can change every single moment. So it's not devaluing what you did going to a networking event because that's also very important. It also depends on our values and connecting with other people. It can bring us a sense of fulfillment and we thrive when we are actually connecting with others. So thank you so much for sharing that. Now, um, I'll get you to explain more about what you do, but, you know, you're basically um, here to support other women in business, setting up some basics, you know, systems and really outsourcing tasks that a lot of business owners may find quite strenuous, exhausting, energy depleting. So for those who haven't come across you could you please explain to the audience a bit about your business and how you really support other business owners thank you so I've actually got two businesses but I'll start with adminaholics first so adminaholics I work specifically with coaches um, mostly female coaches actually so they range from business to leadership to life to um, I've even got a sexologist in there as well which is a little bit fun Uh, and so I work with them to sort of help them streamline some of their processes in their business, whether it's onboarding their new students to their courses, it's creating those automation emails, it's setting up their online courses. So those are some of the specialties that I sort of work with with them. From the VA placement side of things, um, I... I've been working within that business now uh, since almost its inception and I got offered the chance to purchase that this year. So I'm actually very excited to actually bring that on this year as the new owner for that. 
And what that does is we have approximately 400 VAs around Australia that can assist you in different things. So, for example, if, if I wasn't the right fit, which I'm, I know I'm not the right fit for everybody and that's okay, and you're not the right fit for me as well. So I've got an option of 400 other VAs who are the right fit or the ideal fit for you and your business. Yeah, that's, I think a lot of the time as business owners especially when you are working for yourself and you're creating so much magic you want to know who you can turn to because there's so many things I'm thinking about some of the things that I think oh I cannot stand it but it's knowing that we don't have to let it become our narrative and our story and there's always a way that we can learn or if we find that it's just too depleting that there is always someone to provide it. And I think a lot of women struggle to know where to turn. So that's really helpful to know that you're providing also the VA placements to support women in different parts of their business and really linking different personalities, different you know, working styles with the different people. And that is something that we are all different. And I think, you know, people, you know, we can't all agree on the same thing. So when we really understand what we value, what's important to us, how we, how we communicate, then it's finding the person who is very responsive and also is very similar. So we can sort of complement each other and really work because when you're working for big organisations, you have, you know, you are not everyone. You, you know, if you've got an IT problem, you just ring the IT department. But when you're working for yourself, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to do this. What am I doing? <laughs> it can be so, um, it's challenging, but it, it's also an opportunity. So it's so good that there are always people to provide support in different parts of your journey to make it more fun so you have more time to enjoy your business is that how you would explain it to people who maybe they don't like doing email sequences so do you you know you could sort of it's difficult and it's a it's a big learning curve with that as well so unless you're wanting to learn that from the ground up to keep doing that then it's much better for your time to outsource because what I find is that business owners they are really good at what they do and if they want to be stay being good at what they do they need to get rid of this noise of all the other stuff that they're kind of doing that doesn't need to be there and outsource it it's practical sense that if you're earning a certain amount of dollars you're outsourcing the stuff that you don't want to be doing for that different price so you can keep earning those big dollars yeah I I absolutely agree and when you get to with your business earning that profit and your sales are going up and you know that certain parts of your business are not lighting you up they might be because you don't enjoy it and your energy isn't in alignment to it you are carrying that energy to those tasks and it's your it may be better it's it's so much more beneficial in terms of your energy your time and your money outsourcing because 
time is money. We don't ever, and people don't ever really talk about the precious commodity of time. Do they? They really don't. No, they don't. Precious our time is. The precious commodity of time, but it's also when you're actually outsourcing, you're essentially helping another woman in in business, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're helping, you know, whether it's in Australia, overseas, elsewhere, um, you're helping. So if somebody was to hire me, they'd know that they're helping me. I've got three children. They're all doing sports, you know. They're all wanting Christmas presents this year. Um, there's all of those little things that go with that. And you're, the, you're exactly the same. It's, it's supporting other women in business by actually outsourcing those tasks that you don't want to do. Yes, absolutely. And there's something very empowering about women supporting other women. So, and we can look at it as a sense of, well, let's, let's empower another woman because I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this particular task that lights me up. I'm going to have someone else that that is going to help. And it's sort of looking at it from also the perspective of how, what we are doing to our big vision for the world. So our big vision for the world, if we are doing more of the things that are in alignment of important, then we can stay true to our purpose. But if we're finding that we're spending a lot of time doing those things, it can be exhausting. But saying that, and I thought this was really so relevant, especially when you're learning so many tasks, everything is hard until it becomes easy. (laughs) So you know, it's, knowing that part of things, but there's always people to provide the education and support. So in your admin holics, if women are wanting to empower themselves, do you provide training and support for women so they can go, well, look, I have no idea how to do this. Could you provide me with some education so I can actually know how to do that? I do. One of my favourite things that I like to do, and I think I've done this with you, Jen, maybe, and I, when I'm actually putting together the steps of a process, say it's an automation or how to actually get your email newsletter up or something like that, I'll actually record a quick five to 10 minute video and show you through those steps on how to actually do that. I find this is much easier than doing a whole written procedure for that and then you can actually see in your screen on what you're actually using so whether it's active campaign or mailchimp or um, convert kit or something else you can actually see step by step on how to actually put that in place for yeah. yourself next time yeah and I think you know and we, we all ha- we all sort of learn very differently so having it through um a learning modality of um, the auditory and the visual, it can be super helpful for people where they can go back. And that's been super helpful for me where I'm, you know, sometimes when you see things on YouTube and you're like, oh, my screen does not look like this, right? This happens to me a lot of the times. I'm like, oh, you know, and someone's like, oh, it's so simple. You just click, click, click. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll give it a go. And then you're on YouTube and you're like, my screen doesn't look like this. <laughs> so when you're having someone and they they are maybe in your, um, let's say you're in your WordPress um, site and they're going in and, and then you can go, oh, I can see it now. It all makes sense. So it's sort of providing that support. 
So yeah, thank you yeah. so much for and it and it does look a little bit different for every single person as well. So the majority is kind of the same. It's just kind of working out those idiosyncrasies of those different processes and how somebody else is actually doing stuff. And it's also understanding how your mind is actually working with that as well and those certain steps that kind of go with that because somebody might be they might have that more of that caring nature or somebody might need it step by step straight up just tell me how it is kind of thing so when when I'm sort of wording my training I try and word it to as the person would actually connect to the most yes yeah that's super helpful I think for a lot of women who are in business to, to sort of have that understanding and what made you want to set up your own business and help women in you know do do this type of work what was your yeah. why my why so my why was definitely my family um at the time it was 2009 we'd just been through the gfc i had three very young children i think mitch was seven and the younger two were not quite three and 18 months old yes i did actually start a business with three kids a school run and all the crazy that goes in between at the time we didn't actually know but my youngest has actually got asd as well so um i'm very quite converse about talking about that too so he sort of provides a few extra challenges as well along the way uh, and so we at the time I'd been out of work for about three years um, my hubby was lucky enough to actually retain the job his job at that time so we were really lucky that way but we still lost a lot of money with a few investments that we kind of had as well so for us it was a matter of me making at least a hundred to two hundred dollars a week during that time now when I went to look at going back to full-time work between the childcare, the getting there the back again hubby was leaving early so it was all on me to actually do this school runs after school care you know before school care I worked out that I would actually only be earning a hundred dollars a week working full-time that's yeah. crazy it it's insane isn't it <laughs> it's, so it's, it's it's crazy when you think about it so for me it was a matter of starting a business to actually earn some side cash to actually put my kids through afl or you know soccer or whatever kind of sports that they wanted to do and you know provide those little extra christmas presents and stuff like that and that little fun stuff on the side as well as try and pay off those few extra bills that we had at the time um and so when I was sort of looking at it and what to do I studied bookkeeping would you believe and I was actually going to go in become a bookkeeper it wasn't my love and then I amazing you meet another mum at a child's uh morning tea or something like that through school I met her and she said, well, why, and told her the story. And she said, well, why don't you go back to what you love doing best? And I was instantly, what's that? <laughs> because, you know, I've been out of work for three years. And, you know, you're not, you're not in that mindset to think about it. And she said, well, you've got a full administration background. You've been doing it for years, doing PA, doing admin, doing you name it. And I said, oh, is there a market for that? And she says, oh, my goodness, I am working full time. I need to introduce you to somebody. And she set me on a path and that I haven't looked back in for the last 12 years. Amazing. And it's interesting how sometimes a challenge that is presented to us always leads to an opportunity. And we may yep. not 
like it's sort of like I always use the, the analogy of um, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. You can see the path that is very predictable. You can see the obstacles that are possibly going to be there and you can choose that. Or you can choose this path of being a business owner and you've got, you can see a beautiful sort of beautiful rainforest, but then it sort of t- twists and turns. You go up the mountains, but it's all the learning because it's sort of like when people talk about the destination in life, like the, the you know, we all know what's going to happen, but it's, it's to do with the learning, the experiences and doing what we love. And I think a lot of women can relate to that story of the whole reason we set up a business is to be in alignment with our family because it's one of our top values. Yeah, I agree. I can honestly say I've never worked harder in my life, but (laughs) the actual alignment to actually be there for my family. Like yesterday afternoon, I had to take one to the dentist um, to finish off some work that he was getting done. You know, the day before, we've got all the jiu-jitsu and the little bits of stuff that happen, being able to have the flexibility of that. And, of course, with my youngest, there's also all the therapies that go involved with ASD. We've got speech, we've got OT, we've got psychology. It's never-ending. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can relate to the story, you know, in terms of your fitting every, your... And as women, we're, we're the ones who are doing a business and we've chosen that path, but it's still we have to ask for help because, you know, during times of school, you've got to drop them off, work it all into your timetable as well. So how do you make sure that you still look after yourself when you've got the pressures of family, you've got two businesses? How do you make sure that you don't burn yourself out? I can honestly say after just coming out of November, it is hard. I'm the first person to admit that it is hard to prioritise yourself at times. But I do my best. I find having a plan, as as crazy as it sounds, I am a ridiculously organised person. But if I find that if I'm not organised, things fall off the rail and then I can't go to the gym, I can't go out for coffee with girlfriends, can't make it to this event I can't do Thursday networking um, because things are actually falling off the rails and you know things aren't in plan so I find that by prioritizing myself you know doing that Sunday cook-up session so we've got easy meals during the week for a couple of hours works really really well in my plan to of world domination in my business so (laughs) doing those sorts of things works works really well for me yeah and and I think you're so right Susan in terms of planning if we don't actually look at the tasks that we need to do and And, actually put it in like go and I'm not saying do it yeah, and I'm not saying have your day out planned like, you know, at 6.30 I'm going to the gym, at 7.30 I'm making lunches for kids, at 8.30 they're getting dropped off at school. You know, there's but having an idea of a plan going, right, well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday I'm going to the gym. If something falls off the rail, you're sleeping a bit late, that's okay because your body needs it. Mm. But having an idea of, okay, what have I got scheduled for this week? What is my plan for the week work-wise? 
what do I need to do on a Sunday to actually make sure that the wheels don't fall off the car during that week? That's kind of what I look at. So, for example, you know, I had dentists happening last night. We've got jujitsu tonight. So I've made sure that I've got some easy planned meals. Uh, I pre-prepared some meals on Sunday, pop them in the freezer. So they're easy pullouts when we get home at 6, 30, 7 o'clock tonight. Yes, yes. I think, and a lot of people do find the whole meal side of things super oh, difficult. boring. Oh, it's it can boring. be. It's like, oh, what do I cook? <laughs> I don't know. I think. It's taken oh. out that thought process of yes. getting home and going, oh, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? If I've, if I've cooked, say, I've cooked a couple of curries or whatnot, I'll try and freeze the rest in little, like the little Chinese containers, the little plastic containers. Find that works really well because that gives us like three or four meals in there that the kids can pull out, hubby can pull out, I can pull out, those sorts of things. And then there's leftover lunches as well that, you know, the hubby or kids can take to school if that, that's allowed as well. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I find the slow cooker a really great way that if as women we're wanting to eat nutritious food but just basically chuck it all in and it's done it's probably it's it's really it's a lazy way but it's such a it's increasing your productivity so you can do all of those other things in your life right it is and in freezing those ones the leftover meals from that so you've got it for future meals it's really handy too yes yeah absolutely I when you were talking about sort of your why and you have your youngest boy, um, he has ASD. I, yep. you know, it, you know, a lot of, I don't know if a lot of listeners know my story, but I also have a little boy who has what's called expressive speech delay. So he too requires a lot of therapy. So things like occupational therapy and speech therapy. So how do you make sure that your looking after how are you looking after you and showing him how to reach his goals by the activities that you're doing so he's not hard of he's not scared of hard work so the one thing that we've probably instilled in him he's seen from the ground up because I started my business when he was 18 months old so he's heard me talk to customers I swear he could sell ice to Eskimos it's what he could probably do right now (laughs) because he's heard me speaking to customers for all of these years putting out fires you you know all those little things that come up when you have a service-based business that there are things that need to be done and sorted and he's he's heard it whether I've been in the car while you know on speakerphone or whatnot (laughs) I've heard it all so um I think he's you know instilling that hard work and then it's all going to come out okay at the end like in the early days before we didn't know about the ASD diagnosis he was just doing a lot of speech therapy and they go oh I just needs a little bit of help to sort of level up would you believe he's my best reader in the house because he reads books he's like me he reads books every night so we both love a good book and a good read um but he's of of my three children he's the one that picks up the book whereas the other two don't they're more like their dad whereas they prefer to actually watch a video or something like that than read a book 
Yeah. I, you know, how much they can pick up on what we're doing and the challenges that are presented and how we can go, you know what? Because it's, it's to do with how we are. It's not necessarily always the words we speak, especially to children. And um, when I worked in aged care, it's the same. So people pick up on your nonverbal language. So it's like um, 68 to 70% of nonverbal cues and people aren't reading so much the the actual words they're looking at how the tonality so the tone of voice and how you deal with situations so your son would be he's looking and he's been observing you know since he was a little tiny child (laughs) of how you respond and react to situations and how that has provided him with so much opportunity and how he, he loves to read and how, yeah. you know, all of these, what we perceive as challenges has led to, you know, so many other fulfilling. And we, we feel like sometimes when things happen with our children, because as mums, we're mama bears and we will, you know, we want to do and protect them with everything. And when... um it's very, you, you go with your instincts as a mum, don't you? Yeah, um, very much. You, you listen to what feels right for you, for your children, and you go into that. And when you notice that you're saying, this goes with anything, if we notice we're saying should, that's really about what other people, you think other people, sorry, I'll say that again. So when we're using the word should, it's usually in the term of what we feel we need to do by other people's um, perceptions of us. And that can go to being a mum and that can also go into being a businesswoman with all of these, you know, different hats and things. And when we can go, this is my why, my children are my why, and that I can really hear how passionate you are for creating this life of abundance and opportunity and how you have overcome challenges and you have given your children so many opportunities because they have seen firsthand how you navigate stressful situations and that you can do it yep and doing that little bit of hard work can reap those rewards you know reaps the rewards yep that's okay we can go and do jiu-jitsu right or yes you can actually go to the gym with your dad that's something that you like doing you can do that musical opportunities because my youngest is very musical as well he's actually singing he was meant to be singing his first gig um oh this sunday he is he was meant to be playing bass in this i know first play gig last week meant to be playing christmas carols with a little band and it was meant to be their first paid gig but it got cancelled because of all the rain that we're having at the moment but being able to those being able to provide those opportunities is amazing and that's what we and i hope that they are actually seeing that i i don't know at times whether they are or not going oh mum's working crazy hours or whatnot but you know being able to provide that as well is really important i think yeah it's when we're in that time of our life of being a child we don't always see 
all the um, things our parents do until we be, we're on that path ourselves and we realise that they there was a reason for the certain things that they did. But we're, yes, I... But we, we just need to give them gentle reminders, don't we? As, as women and as mothers, we just need to give them a reminder of... That's such a nice way of putting things. it. Yeah. <laughs> a reminder. Hey. A reminder. A gentle reminder. A gentle reminder <laughs> constantly, you know, a couple of times a day, whatever it is, you're just That's reminding a, them, yeah. you know, if you're wanting That's them to know hard work or, you know, what does hard work mean? It may not be I think physically. I've, yeah. I think I've been calling it ongoing training for years and years, but maybe constant reminder is a nice way. Constant reminder, yes. And sometimes you do feel like you're like, did I just say that literally five times? However, if they want to remember something, they will hold you accountable. And it's like, really? No, yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know, going into that. So I think, yeah, I'm, you know, having a business, it's juggling all of these sort of different hats, but it's also about making sure that you prioritize your well-being personally because if you don't do that then you don't have a business and then having people like you who can actually listen to what you're needing and provide that support either through training or through different VA placements and things like that it's so beneficial for women so they can actually have more time with their family they have yeah. more flexibility because we we go okay well great, I'll, I'll, I'll work for myself. And then you go, oh, school, you've got to do the drop-off, you've got to do the pick-up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can only schedule clients in between this hour and this hour. And then you go, okay, well, maybe I can look at other ways of looking at it. So I think it's important for people to understand that instead of looking at it as a barrier, there was a reason that you came into business and that your hours don't have to be, you might go, I'm doing admin or certain tasks during school hours. And you might set other particular tasks late at night, but you also don't want to be doing too much of that else you're just going to, because you could honestly be working 24 hours in your business and it still wouldn't be to your standard. So it's just also understanding the importance of making time for yourself, having holidays, having breaks, and yeah I think it's also asking for help and being comfortable to ask for help too that's one thing that I've struggled with over the years because I haven't had too much family help around me so being able to ask for help so my husband's an amazing help there's no way I could do what I do without him so a lot of the stuff is delegated to him he makes the lunches he drops the kids to school he picks the kids up from here he takes them there he sorts this he does that and so delegating start with your husband ladies like honestly or your partner start delegating there the kids have all got chores they empty the dishwasher they fold washing they um you know put the rubbish out they stack stuff they sort this they unpack food shopping they you name it so having a little bit of a plan in your house so you don't have to do all of that that's where you first start it that's where your first part of outsourcing starts start it start it there rather than thinking that you need to outsource your big picture stuff and your um full admin start small yes start at home 
Yeah, and start, and I agree, starting at home, you've got other people in the house and how if you continue to do everything, then that's what they will expect of you. And if we show that actually you're responsible for unstacking the dishwasher and, you know, giving them rewards or, you know, what it is so they can, and, and that's also teaching them about, you know, what is required to support each other, you know, hard work of, you know, I suppose it's to do with ethic because when I hear the word hard work, it, we don't want to burn ourselves out. So it's to do with, you know, the ethics, the values of supporting, asking for help with the people in your family first and that it's okay and it's going to help you so much more. You're not going, you're going to feel better in your mental health. You're going to feel better in your physical health because you're going to start going to the gym so many times or whatever it is. And your relationships will improve too, the relationship with self and relationship with others. So I think that's really valid and important what you were saying, Susan, about starting at home first and then when you are ready, then you can sort of start looking at the the bigger picture things, for example, yeah. in your business or, or just other, you know, um, yeah. getting a housekeeper or whatever it is. Yeah, I love my cleaner. She's amazing. Uh, but there's also too that if you want to grow in your business, you need to outsource because once you get to a certain level of growth, you're either going to be working around the clock, like you said, Jen, or you're going to completely burn out and then you're going to start dropping the ball on things. So by putting some systems in place and some procedures in place, and I'm talking really simple stuff, that once you start doing something, you've got a certain way of doing it, write it down, do a video on it, make dot points about it. So at least then when you know you need to actually outsource something, you can actually do it. Um, you've got a simple plan in place, a simple procedure in place that you can actually take to a VA or to the person that you want to outsource to um, and get them to actually do that. And also don't forget too that if you decide on a VA and it's not working out, choose another one, work with another one. I highly recommend that you give it a good go with your first VA that you're working with because quite often what I actually work with, I actually work with the owners of the business and they're saying that they're having dramas with the VA because of this and I'm going, well, how are you communicating that to them? And I find quite often it's communication. It's like talking to your kids. You talk to one kid slightly different to the other one because the other one might need some caring words, whereas the other one needs it straight to the point. So it, it goes, it, you know, there's different levels of communication that you may need with your VA as well and the way that they need things explained. So that's why I find like the little loom videos really help as well as some written instructions as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think procedures and having it written down so then you, you know how to outsource it but also the communication is such a pivotal thing. I always ask, well, how do you like to receive information? How can we meet, can we, can we um, communicate this? You know, and it's also about, you know, generally when we're working with other people, we've worked with ourselves for so long that we have to set some clear parameters around expectations of, well, this is important because everyone's, Everyone believes what they're doing is important. So it's about, you know, when will this be completed? 
how do how long before you respond to my things so then at least you have you're not going into oh well what, what what why is this not happening or why is this not working you're being so clear in the expectations of how you work best but also how they work best and then you will optimize that support so yeah thank you so much for that and for those who want to get in touch with you, Susan, what's the best way for people to reach you? Um, either website, um, so my adminahogs.com or vaplacements.com, they're probably the two best ways. I'm on LinkedIn as Susan Wilkin as well. That's a really great place. I've got all the social handles and stuff as well, which I'll send to Jen to link up show notes and whatnot. Yes, we'll have all of those show notes. So then people who are interested in working with you Susan they can basically click on the show notes and then they'll be in touch so thank you again for coming on the podcast I'm so grateful to have you here and to share to women that it is possible to dream big and to ask for help and to really you know know that you it's okay asking for help and and it's nothing to do with a reflection on you it's just going to be that you're in your superpower and you're really optimizing your time more effectively so thank you for coming on thank you for sharing all of your um uh insights did you want to say anything else to the audience to the listeners um no i think we've pretty much covered a lot here today so I hope you're not too bombarded but if you do need some help feel free to reach out I'm more than happy to have a chat yeah beautiful well thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of prioritizing yourself thank you Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Prioritizing Yourself. Please subscribe to my podcast so you can hear the latest episodes. And if you would like to learn more about me, visit my website, www.realvisionlifecoaching.com.au. Bye for now.